Podcastle, episode 252, for March 19th, 2013. The Colors of the World, by Paul Willems. Translated by Edward Govan. Rated PG. Good evening, fantasy fans, or good morning, good afternoon. Whatever it is, wherever you are, welcome to Podcastle. I'm Wilson Fowley, and I've been granted the privilege, once again, of guest hosting. Heck, I even get to do the closing this time. When I found that this story is about the sea, I thought I'd talk a little bit about how, you know, so many stories have been written about the ocean, and how humans have an ambivalent love-hate relationship with the sea, and, and all that... But really, if you've been listening to Podcastle for any length of time, you've already heard many excellent sea stories, and have probably had all that described to you already. And if you haven't been listening all that long, well, you still have those excellent stories and their introductions just waiting for you to listen to them, and why would I spoil that for you? But it did occur to me that I'm not sure I've heard any of the introductions talk about one particular reason why the ocean is such an ambivalent partner with us giving us such rich fodder for stories. The ocean is the ultimate unknowable. Even outside of fantasy, in the world of science, there's much more we don't know about what goes on under the surface than what we do know. And that's scientists. For the rest of us, the ocean is literally <laughs> unfathomable. Our minds don't process even just the kinds of distances involved, either down or across. So it's no wonder that we're uneasy around it, and that our stories reflect that. Today's story is Colors of the World, by Paul Willems, as translated by Edward Gauvin. It has previously appeared in a recent issue of Scheherazade's Bequest, and Gauvin has also published Willems' work in Tin House and Subtropics. Paul Willems belonged to the final generation of great francophone Belgian fantasists of Flemish descent. He published his first novel, Everything Here is Real, in 1941. Three more novels, and, toward the end of his life, two collections of short stories, bracket his career as a playwright, for which he was best known in his lifetime. Donald Friedman's translation of his late novella, The Drowned Land, was nominated for the Dublin IMPAC Literary Award. His translator, Edward Gauvin, is winner of the John Dryden Translation Prize and a Clarion alumnus. He's received fellowships and residencies from the NEA, the Fulbright Program, the Centre National du Livre, and the American Literary Translators Association. His volume of Georges-Olivier Chateaurenaud's selected stories, A Life on Paper, won the Science Fiction and Fantasy Translation Award. Other publications have appeared in F&SF, Postscripts, Conjunctions, Pseudopod, Pen America, and, in December 2010, Podcastle, with his translation of Chateau Renaud's The Beautiful Coal Woman. In addition to being contributing editor for Francophone Comics at Words Without Borders, he translates comics for Top Shelf, Archaea, and Self-Made Hero. Our reader today is Marguerite Croft. Marguerite is a Bay Area technical writer and fiction author, and graduate of the Clarion West Writers Workshop. Her fiction has appeared in places like Say and the anthology Flushed, Women Writers Take on Menopause. Marguerite's voice has been heard several times on Podcastle, most recently for T.A. Pratt's Little Better Than a Beast. You can follow her online at albionidaho.livejournal.com. So, go sit at the window that doesn't look out on the sea and enjoy the story. 
And what's up, Doc? Uh, wait, wrong tagline. Sorry. And welcome back. What I tell you, the ocean both gives and takes happiness, especially those mermaids. If there's one thing Podcastles taught me, it's never trust a mermaid. Am I right? Feedback this week is for episode 246, Saladin Ahmed's Where Virtue Lives, the story of the first meeting of the two main protagonists from his 2012 novel, Throne of the Crescent Moon. While the feedback for this story was a little light, come on you guys, I know there are more than eight of you out there listening, it was generally very positive. The closest thing we got to a negative comment was from Unblinking, who said, It had some good action. Good characters, the slicing and dicing of ghouls. It was pretty straightforward, enjoyable, but not particularly memorable. Maybe if I read the book and knew the characters better, it would sing to me more. Mm, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me a bit, since the commenters who had read the novel were unanimous in their praise. J.T. Evans went so far as to say, Best origin story ever. I had a blast seeing how our two heroes met up and got somewhat acquainted with one another. It added so much flavor and detail to the backstory of both Adula and Rasid that I now want to go back and reread Throne of the Crescent Moon with these new details in mind. I was tempted to do that myself, JT. I might yet. To all eight <clears throat> of our commenters, thanks for contributing to the conversation. Now, to everyone listening, what did you think of this week's story? Or just come and tell us why you're afraid of the water while at the same time strangely attracted to it. Let us know at forum.escapeartists.net If you like what we're doing, please consider visiting podcastle.org and making a donation. Every penny goes to paying our authors and keeping the podcast going so that we can bring you the best in fantasy fiction every week. If you can't donate, do tell your friends about us on your Facebook page or your Twitter feed or whatever it is you kids are doing these days. And that is the show for this week. On behalf of everyone at Podcastle, Anne Leckie, Peter Wood, and your editors, Anna Schwind and Dave Thompson, thank you for letting us share another story with you. And my own personal thanks to them for another chance to host. Podcastle will be back next week, internet willing. Until then, this is Wilson Fowley for Podcastle, reminding you that if you want blue hair, you really should just get some dye. Podcastle is a production of Escape Artists Incorporated and is distributed on a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Share it, but don't change it or sell it. Our theme music is by Shiva in Exile. You can find them at magnatune.com. And if you like science fiction or horror, be sure to visit our sister podcasts, Escape Pod and Pseudopod. And if you enjoyed this episode, tell a friend, or post to your blog about it, or consider donating via the PayPal link on our site. Maya Angelou said, I've got a magic charm that I keep up my sleeve. I can walk the ocean floor and never have to breathe.